Hey fam, this is Pastor Ron. I just want to welcome you to my podcast, The Realness with Pastor Ron. I thank you guys for taking time out and, and listening to this. Um, I also want to just take a couple of seconds to thank all those who subscribed, who's sharing. Um, I'm getting so much love on social media and I really appreciate it. It's, it's kind of blowing my mind. Um, and I'm truly uh, excited for us to, to do this journey together. So I just want to thank everyone for their love, their t- taking time out to listen to this. And I pray that this blesses you. Um, last week we talked about, um, I- I'm not okay. Talk about the importance of mental health and making sure that we are taking inventory of our lives emotionally and spiritually to make sure that we are at a good place and we're at a place where we're healthy, um, in order for us to reach our full potential. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, but I just take some time out to, um, talk about this, this, to think about this week and think about what I should present and God put into my spirit. He talked, he, he told me to, to talk about something I touched on last week. I really didn't elaborate. And, and the one is, the one thing that we need to address if we are to be at a place of mental wholeness and, and being healthy uh, mentally, and that's forgiveness. Um, we we have to understand if you are to be at a good place and a healthy place mentally and, and emotionally, um, it's important that you learn the art of forgiveness. Um, and the text I'm gonna gonna touch on today is is Luke chapter twenty three, verse verse um thirty four, um where Jesus Jesus Christ says to says, Father forgive them, for they know not what they do. This is a a a verse that we hear every Good Friday if you're in church, uh where where there is um, the last seven words of Christ. And this is one of the words. Let me set the scene for you. So Jesus Christ on his way to, to, de- to death, on his way to, to, to fulfilling his purpose, because again, Christ did not, is, is the one person that asked to be born, that, that actually sat here and said, um, I want to come to earth in Philippians chapter 2. He says that um, says that he was equal with God, and found it um, fit, found it okay for him to come down for thirty three years and nine months to leave his throne for thirty three years and nine months in order for him to um, um, fulfill his purpose and to help us get to a place of relationship with Jesus Christ. So Christ was at a point in this text. Where he's going to fulfill his purpose of death. He came to die. And as he was on his way to death, the, the text shows that the people that were surrounding him, the people that were observing, were alongside mocking him. And people that watched him go through what he went through were sitting here and making fun of him. And, you know, and it's so ironic that. The same people that Christ was helping out, the same people that that Christ was was there for and dying for, the same ones that mocking him, 
Have you ever gotten to a place where you're trying to help somebody and you're trying to assist someone and they're the same one that's tearing you down, the one that you helped feed, the one that you helped get to a place where you get you got them a job, you you pay their bill, you you give them some money, you they're wearing your clothes, they're wearing your shoes, the same person that you assisted, the same person that you were there for, the same person that you helped out, is the same person that's mocking you and talking bad about you. And how difficult it had to be for Jesus Christ to sit there as he was crucified and he looked down at the people that he went through all this pain and agony for, the same people that were sitting there at the base of the cross and they were mocking him and making fun of him. And and Christ, in Christ, in the true Christ fashion, said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And it shows that Christ's nature um, is a nature of being a forgiving, a forgiving person. Because in in the middle of difficulty, your true character comes out. If you are nasty when you're going through a difficult time, then deep down inside, you're really a nasty person. If you're a praiser uh, or a worshiper in the midst of the storm, that means that you that's who you really are. So despite that, when Christ had every reason and right to to curse those people out had every reason to sit here and 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 you know black out on them but he does not he asks God to forgive them and he and he talks about a topic and he and in his text he he shows the perfect example of forgiveness forgiveness to me um is is probably one of the most difficult things that God requires of us for me I I share this with my church all the time. I it is not easy to forgive. It is not easy to get to a place where we forgive one another. But as I was saying last week, if we are to get to a place of mental wholeness and a place of mental uh, stability, we have to learn to forgive. Because if you do not forgive, what you're doing is allowing a person or an event from your past to 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 live in your in your present and and also take hold of your future if you're constantly looking back at what someone did if you're constantly looking back at the actions of someone else you are not allowing yourself to move forward that person or that thing is actually holding you back and preventing you from going forward so God calls us to forgive. One of the reasons why it's important to forgive, because as we learn in the Lord's Prayer, it says, uh, Father, forgive forgive me as I forgive others. So therefore, if you do not forgive others, therefore you cannot say, God, forgive me. So part of the, part of the reason why it's important for us to forgive is a selfish reason. It's for us to say, you know, for us to be able to tell God, forgive me as I forgive others. Because if you keep on holding grudges and you do not forgive others, then you can't tell God to forgive you. So, so one of the reasons why forgiveness is, is important is for us to be at a place where we can boldly say God and confidently say, God, listen, God, you know, um, I've done this wrong. So I'm, I'm asking for your forgiveness as I forgive other people. It's, it's, we pray this prayer every day. But have you sat there and, and list and thought about what those words actually mean? Have you sat there and really thought about what you were saying at this time? You're saying, God, OK, I've forgiven everyone. So that makes me um, acceptable or that makes me um, available. That makes me uh, 
right to be to ask for forgiveness. And if you, so to the contrary, if you have not forgiven somebody, if you still hold grudges, if you still say, you know, I don't care how long I live, I will never forgive this person. Then you can't safely say to God and ask God for forgiveness, because what God will tell you to do is, OK, I will forgive you once you forgive so and so. I will forgive you once you forgive your dad. I will forgive you once you forgive your ex-girlfriend. So it has to get to a place in order for you to be able to qualify to ask for, for forgiveness to God. You must first be able to forgive others. And again, and I and I and I'm clear in this and I'm honest with it. This is not easy. This is not a simple thing to do, but it is necessary. So one of the reasons why we talk about forgiveness being important is because it allows you to get to a place where you can and, and to qualify to ask the Lord for forgiveness. Many of us have been praying this prayer and God is saying, oh, I ain't, I ain't going to forgive you until you forgive so-and-so because then you're not holding up your end of the bargain. You're saying something that, that is not accurate. If you're not forgiving, you cannot ask God for forgiveness. Secondly, um, forgiveness, again, will rob you of your present, will rob you of your future. If you allow yourself to be held hostage in that event, if you because until you forgive a person, you are sitting here hostage in a particular moment. That moment still has power over you. That moment still has authority over you. That moment or that event or that person will always have 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 power in your life. Yesterday I taught, I said power. The enemy, Satan, does not um, acquire power. He's given power. So we give him power in our lives. And it's time for us to take back the power that God has given us that we have given away to the devil. So once we allow ourselves to sit here and to um, continue to hold a grudge and continue to, to not forgive somebody, that particular person or event has power in your life and you cannot fully heal until you forgive. You cannot fully heal until you're at a place of forgiveness. Again, this, this is not, this is not easy, but if you, if you want to be on this journey of mental health, if you want to be this journey of, of spiritual and emotional health, you cannot effectively be at a place, be at those places unless you forgive. Um, so, so it's important for you. Forgiveness is, is for you. Forgiveness is, is something that you have to do for yourself. Forgiveness is not for the other person. Forgiveness is not for the, the person that offended you. Forgiveness is for you. Why do I want to sit there and constantly be at a place where I'm, I'm constantly bitter and angry over something? Why am I sitting here and and constantly upset at something or someone, I, I, I understand that I have to let go because um, our hearts, our hearts are only a single bedroom apartment. If so-and-so is there, the Holy Spirit's not there. If John is there, the Holy Ghost is not there. The Holy Ghost is not going to, it's not going to uh, share space in your heart. The Lord is not going to share a place in your heart. While you have someone else held in your heart. So you have to understand that the, that, that, that the, that action and being able to forgive is important for you and your heart. 
for you to be at a place of wholeness and be at a place where you fully experience the presence of God inside you, where you fully, where you fully experience the, the fullness of God inside of you. But if you, if you're still holding grudges, if you're still refusing to let go, the Holy Spirit does not dwell inside of you. Again, it's not an easy thing, but it's necessary. So we have to do a better we have to do a better job of forgiving, excuse me. And I think that we need to use the example of Christ, which he presents to us, in order for us to forgive. So in this text, Christ hangs on the cross and he looks down and says, Father, forgive them. As they mock him, as they ridicule them, he said, Father, forgive them. And the one thing that we see in, in this statement, he says, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And with that sentence alone, with that statement alone, if a person does not know what they do, if a person does not know that they've hurt you, if a person does not know that they offended you, then inherently that person does not have the ability to apologize. Wow. I'll say that again. Christ says, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. So Christ is already seeking forgiveness prior to them understanding what they've done. So furthermore, if a person does not understand what they've done, then they cannot ask for forgiveness. So what I'm saying is, hey, we have to forgive even before the person comes to us. We have to forgive even before the person comes to us, even before that conversation, even before that long five-page text, even before all that, that, before that person comes to you to apologize, forgiveness is already given to them. So, and I'll take it one step further in the text. If you know not what you do, if you know I didn't do you wrong, that means I can't apologize to you. I can't, I can't say I'm sorry. I can't explain myself. So that forgiveness precedes all of that. So it, it precedes the closure. It precedes the text. It precedes the, the conversation. It precedes the phone call. The, your, your forgiving of a someone else, you providing forgiveness for someone else, does not um, need their, their approval, does not need a conversation, does not even need anything from them. You forgive them on your own. Because there's a possibility, people, that you're going to have to forgive people, people without closure. You're going to have to forgive people without having a discussion. You're going to have to forgive people, this is tough right now, that have no remorse in what they did. Where they don't apologize. Where they don't come say, you know what, that's my bad, my fault, I messed up. Or they don't come in into a place where they sit here and say, you know what, I you know, I I messed up. 
You have to forgive them even if they throw it in your face. So your forgiveness, you forgiving someone else does not does not need anything from the other party. You may never talk to that party other party ever again. You may block them and y'all never speak as long as you guys live, but you still have to forgive. Because Christ said that Father forgive them, for they know not what to do. So God sat there, Christ sat there and said, "You know what? I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm gonna give them. Uh, um, I'm gonna say they were ignorant to what they did, but I'm gonna still forgive them." And forgiveness, and God just put this into my spirit. Forgiveness is quick. Because Christ didn't wait till he rose from the dead to forgive. He forgave them immediately. He forgave them immediately. And many of us are delaying to forgive. You say, I'll forgive next year. You know, I ain't there yet. I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm still under construction. I'm, I'm not where I need to be. I'm not where I have to be. Therefore, I'm, I'm just, not, you know, may, maybe in a few weeks. I'm quarantining right now and I'm in my feelings. You know what I'm saying? I have a drink in like six in six weeks. I ain't go out in like five weeks. I know I'm I'm I ain't got I'm still I'm still a work in progress. I I don't feel like forgiving. You still have to forgive. Forgiveness has nothing to do with the other party in terms of their their response. And sometimes you even have to forgive someone and they don't want to hear from you. They're, you know, they, they don't want to, they don't want to talk. They, they, you still have to forgive. You got to do it immediately. So that's, that's the challenge. Forgiveness is, 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 is difficult. You're saying, God, I, I can't have time to to heal. I ain't got time to get myself. No, you got to forgive immediately. Because, hey, think about it. Maybe you, you won't have that six weeks or that time to heal. Maybe you might lose your life in, in the midst. So you don't have that chance to, to get to a place of forgiveness. So you have to do it immediately. But Christ was in the midst of it. He didn't wait. They were st- they were they were probably still up there, down there, talking to him as he was on the cross. And he sat there and said, "Father." His first response was, his first thought was, "Well, not one of anger, and like, how dare you get this way? How dare you do this to me? I'm doing this for you." He said, "Father, forgive him immediately." So our forgiveness does not waste time. So we don't waste time to forgive. Our immediate our, our forgiveness should be immediate. Our forgiveness should be quick, not six months later. Not I'll get to it. You have to get to a place of forgiveness. And like I said earlier, that sometimes our forgiveness is, does not, we do not get closure prior to forgiving. Because many of us are waiting to share our side of the story. Many of us are waiting to know why did you do what you do? Dad, why did you walk out of my life? Mom, why do you say those mean things about me? Um, hey, um, ex-girlfriend, why did you cheat on me? Um, best friend, why did you cheat on me? Why did you cheat on 
um, why did you take my girlfriend and, and, and sleep with her? Like, you know, this type of behavior, like you sit there and, but you have to forgive. You have to forgive. I sat there as I was um, sitting here getting ready to do this. My, my, my son's fell asleep a little bit late and I was watching um, an IG live and I saw this story. I was like, I saw a story where this guy was like, he shared that his, his, um, let's get it right. His best friend slept with his girlfriend. And I'm like, dang, he saw a lot of the responses to him was like, you got to forgive, man. People saying that's tough, but that's right. No matter how hard, it, how much it hurts, how hard it hits you, you have to forgive. Like forgiveness is a non-negotiable. This is the this is the walk of a Christian life. This is what Christ says. He says, you know what? You're able to know who are my disciples based on how you love, not love your friends, because pagans do that. Anybody can love their friends. Anybody can love their besties. But you can tell that you're my disciples, that you're truly my children, based on how you love your enemies. And love and forgiveness walk hand in hand. If if you're married, you 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 understand that on a regular basis. Love and forgiveness goes hand in hand. I know there's things I've done to my wife that pissed her off that she probably can't stand me for but because of our love and our commitment she she chose to forgive me you know so it's always it's always um part of love and if you love somebody long enough it's not just in relationships but in friendships and platonic relationships they're going to do things that piss you off they're going to do things that make you mad you have to forgive Especially in this time where we tend to um, be real extra with stuff. That somebody does one thing wrong in a 25-year friendship, then they become the worst person in the whole wide earth. We, we kind of expect perfection from people. Like People don't have bad days. I understand some things are just wrong and it's, it's kind of disloyal, but then let's look at a, a balanced perspective. If I'm your friend for 25 years, and I do something wrong, you know, you got to get to, you got to do a better job of forgiving. Again, there are some things people do, such as my man that had the story about his his homeboy sleeping with his girlfriend. They're a little bit different. But we sometimes have unfair expectations of other people. Um, So... So Christ is saying that, you know, through this text and example, that it's important for us to learn to, to forgive. Forgive one another. Because people are going to do you dirty. People are going to do you wrong. But you have a necessity to forgive. You have to forgive without the closure, without the last conversation, without the revenge. Because some of us, what we do is we, we, we forgive after we get our revenge. After I make you feel what I felt. No, that's not forgiveness. There's no revenge. There's no, you know what? I want you to feel my pain. No, you forgive. And and 
and and that's the challenge because naturally we want to react naturally who we are is that i want you to i want to either scream at you and yell at you and curse you out or i want to fight you or i just want to want you to feel my pain if you cheat on me i'm going to cheat on you so you can feel what i did that's not forgiveness listen i know people are going to unsubscribe and not listen to my podcast anymore after this. But it's the truth. This is what what God says. We have to forgive. This is what forgiveness is. And the thing about forgiveness, people of God, is that forgiveness is, is not taking it out of your mind. It's taking it or him or her out of your heart. As we said earlier, your heart is a one-bedroom apartment. Therefore, by forgiving someone, that person is no longer in your heart. Right? So no long, So once I forgive for you, forgive you, then you, you're you know you're not in my heart. That does not mean we're friends again. That does not mean we're besties again. That does not mean we get back together. That means you are no longer in my heart. Okay, so it's important for us to understand and and get a a proper perspective of what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is not taking it out of your mind, but taking it out of your heart, which also um, implies that you do not forgive and forget. You are not a robot. You are not a computer where you can sit there and just backspace and delete what the person did to you is something that, that may last with, stay with you for a very long time. And oftentimes it is important for you not to forget what that person did to you because it will allow you to not get in that same situation again. The naive forgives and forgets. And once you forget, you put yourself back in that same position. You put yourself back into that same place where you where you're vulnerable and possible get hurt. And this is why you fall into the same things over and over again. God is not saying forgive and forget. God is saying to to get to a place where that person is no longer in your heart. And and the true test I use for forgiveness is is being able to pray for somebody and when God comes through I'm sincerely happy. Because sometimes we pray and we just go through the motions because we're knowing that's what we're supposed to do. And when God comes through and heals them and gets them a job and gets them married, you get upset. So I want I, that's the test. If you're able to pray for somebody and, and then really want God to come through for them, that means you have a place of forgiveness. Because then they have no power in your lives. What happens is we're sitting here unforg- being so unforgiving and we have beef with people for like 16 years mind you that person that you haven't forgiven has gone on with their lives they sat here and had kids and have have they move out to the the suburbs got a dog got a nice house in the county doing all this type of stuff not even thinking about you but you're still sitting there being held captive in a situation, not moving on, not able to have a, a new friendship or relationship, not able to keep a job, not able to get through school because you're, you're still mad at someone for something they did years ago. They moved on, but you're sitting there still beefing and still upset, wondering why your life is dysfunctional, wondering why you can't keep a man, wondering why you can't keep a woman, why you can't get married because of a lack of forgiveness. And that's how... This 
is important because once you forgive, it allows you and gives you the ability to move forward. Whatever power that event or that person had, it will no longer have power once you forgive. You're able to go. It's like a, a hand holding you back. That every time you may go forward and you, like say someone, someone um, you wouldn't had a bad relationship and you don't forgive this person, and you sit there and you try to go forward, you try to go forward, and every time you maybe like start talking for a month and start talking for two months, and you find something wrong with that person, or you just stop communicating, or you just ghost them, and it pulls you right back to that place. You're sitting there bitter. You know, looking all ugly, looking all, looking, looking all these wrinkles and gray hairs, and and, and and then the person that you're not forgiving, they they're gone, they moved on. Not thinking about you, they don't care about you, but you're giving them that power over your life. So it's crucial for us to understand why it's important for us to forgive, because if we don't forgive, we don't have freedom. A place of unforgiveness has us captive. In a particular per, um, location with a person. And it's many of us who are sitting here anointed and powerful. We have YouTube stories. We uh, YouTube followers. We have Instagram followers. We have all these great stories and we're pastors and preachers. However, we still didn't forgive our dad for walking out of our lives. We didn't forgive the person that molested you. We didn't forgive the person that stole from you. We, don't, we didn't forgive on that ex that cheated on you. We still haven't forgiven them. And you're saying, I don't care how, I don't care how, what happens. I will never, I don't care my deathbed. I ain't going to forget them. Ah, blah, 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 blah. You don't understand that person has power over your life. And God's looking at you. It's like, listen, you're, you're captive. You're, you're in prison. You're, you know what it is? It's crazy. It's like you're in prison and a person that has the key to unlock the prison door is you, but you're not using it. You choose to stay in the prison. You choose to stay in a pl- place of being captive to someone else. It's time for us to do inventory. Because as as you, as we discuss this, as you sit there and listen to this podcast about forgiveness, you have somebody in your mind that you think about, you know, I got to forgive. Like, yo, do I, re- did I really forgive that person? Did I forgive my old pastor? I forget that ex church member. Yeah. You think about that's the person you gotta forgive. Because again, you will never fully walk into your purpose unless you get to a place of forgiveness. I think these teachings are important. It's what I meant when I began this podcast that this is something where I want it to be practical. This is something that I want us to bring the gospel back to our lives, back to a place. Where we're applying it to our personal lives. It's not how to preach or how to do a great Bible study or be a great pastor. It's how to be a great and healthy person. And if you sit there and you refuse to forgive, you're not a healthy person. Not a healthy person. Because that same person that you refuse to forgive, every time you see her, every time you see him, a certain emotion comes out. A certain feeling comes out. Oh, you know what? I saw, I saw my kid's dad and my day is ruined. Oh, man, I saw this person. My day is messed up. They have power over your lives. They have power over you. 
God is interested in having us to have a, a total and complete, healthy and holistic blessing. Where it's not just I'm I'm causing you to live holy and to speak in tongues and do all that. So that stuff is cool. But God wants us to be a great person, to be a healthy person, to be at a place where we're functioning right. Many of us are dysfunctional and we don't even know it. Money's good, work is good, but we're still dysfunctional. And forgiveness is, is very crucial and very key. The thing I love about this text too, and I'm, I'm almost done, is the fact that if Christ could forgive them while he was on the cross, then Christ can forgive anyone. And many times we sit here and we feel like, you know what, man, you know, I've, I've done so much wrong. God can't possibly forgive me. I, I told God I ain't going to do it no more and I'll do it again. Or I sit there and commit the same sin a thousand times. If Christ could forgive them, he could forgive you. If Christ was, was able to forgive the unforgivable. And that encourages me that when I fall, because by no means am I perfect, by no means am I spotless, by, by no means I, I don't come to the cross and say, God, please forgive me. That I sit at that place. And when Christ speaks to me, I feel like, okay, wow, that's, that's I'm forgiven. Sometimes I look at myself, I'm like, you know what, dang, I can't forgive myself. I, I want to forgive me, but Christ does it. So even, even you, even me, that I've done wrong. My life is not perfect. My life is not right. God has forgiven me. He can forgive you as well. Be encouraged. And the last thing I want to say, that as we sit here, and we think about forgiveness. Some of us, the person we have to forgive is ourselves. That we're constantly beating up, beating up ourselves for mistakes. That we have an unfair expectation over ourselves. The the, the same way I said earlier that we um, try to expect perfection out of others many of us have an unfair expectation of perfection over ourselves I'm not perfect and I have to accept it I have to accept the fact that I'm not perfect I'm going to mess up it's okay to be human so you have to get to a place where you forgive yourself. And what's blocking people, what's limiting some people, is the fact that they keep beating themselves up over a mistake. You had a child out of wedlock. Okay. God forgives you. You had an abortion. Okay. God forgives you. You dropped out of school. Okay, God forgives you. So once you understand God forgives you, 
that should help you be able to forgive yourself. You are not perfect. You are going to make mistakes. That's coming to territory of being human. That's part of the package. And you have to learn to forgive yourself. Forgive yourself like, you know what? If I was there, my dad will be here. If I was, if I did this one step sooner, you know what? My mom will be around. No, 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 it's it's okay. We all make mistakes. And the thing I love about it is that with God, there's nothing that we do that catches him off guard. Like he's ready for everything. He's 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 at a place where, okay, I know what you're doing, I know what's happening, it's okay. The God's never caught off guard. And he also has the grace for our errors. Every mistake you had, the mistake that you sat here and that you don't want to forgive yourself for. You know what? So what you, you did time. So what? You got booked. It, it happens. It's not the end of the world. Forgive yourself. Because because you sit there, you, you don't you, you you feel like, OK, it paralyzes you. Because for some, our lack of forgiveness of ourselves causes fear to go forward. And fear we know paralyzes us. You have so much greatness inside of you. But you keep beating yourself up for a mistake. As I was saying, that God knows everything that happens in our lives before it happens. And he also has a level of grace and mercy for us. For the things that we are about to do. So forgive yourself. If God has forgiven you. If God has, why can't you forgive yourself? Because many of us don't have issues with others. We have issues with ourselves. We're not happy with where we started. Where we ended. Where we're at. We blame ourselves. Because of this, that person. I should have known better. Learn from it. These mistakes that you have made, it's okay. Learn from it. It's either a catapult or a rock to block you from where you're going. Got this. Forgive yourself. Because if Christ could forgive them, he could definitely forgive you. And if Christ forgives me, if Christ can forgive me, why can't I forgive myself? That's not the voice of God telling you, telling you, you know, to beat yourself up. And, and we have the wrong people around us that are feeding our, our, our anger and our and how we feel. God said, hey, listen, I forgive you. I love you. So your challenge for this week. Actually, for the rest of your lives, is to get to a place where you're able to forgive. You go through your life, go to an inventory, go through your phone. You know, and you know, you gotta go through it. You know exactly who God is talking to you about. You gotta forgive them. It's hard. And the thing about forgiveness is that, listen. When I say you gotta forgive them, you, you just gotta sit there and decide, choose forgiveness. Not call them. 
Not saying, hey, I forgive you. Not saying, hey, listen, we're friends again. No, nah, it's saying, you know, I choose to forgive this person. I choose to forgive my dad. I choose to forgive my uncle. I choose to forgive my, my ex. It's hard. But it's your choice. Let us pray. Father God, I thank you. I thank you for your word. I thank you for your goodness. Father God, every single person, under the sound of my voice, my prayer for you, for them, Lord God, is for you to give them the grace to forgive. Give me the grace to forgive. Give my family the grace to forgive. Because it's not easy. Because we are offended daily. People have done painful things to us. But Lord, you, as you say, we're not getting it. We're not, we can't get it out of our mind. So there's constant reminders of what was done. That makes it hard. It'd be easy if I could forgive and have it just leave my brain, but it's not that simple. So God, help me forgive. And let, think, and let go. Help me to let go. Help me to let go. And do what I have to do. And help us all let go. And do what we have to do. Because many of us, we can't do it without you. I can speak for myself. I can't do it without you. I know it's not easy to forgive, but help us, Father God. I pray for strength over our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you guys. I love you. Share, share, share. Get this word out. Subscribe to stay up. I'm trying to make sure I give out content on a consistent basis. I really, I really sincerely appreciate you guys. Thank you for your time. God bless y'all. I love y'all. I'll talk to you soon.